Good afternoon on this Monday, April 23rd. I am Lily, and I'm your host for my own show, Your Skin. Because that's exactly what it is. Your skin is my passion. Your skin is my obsession. And the health of your skin is very, very important to me. So that's why I have this podcast, because I like to talk about skin. And I like to help people out with their skin. Um, I like to educate myself as much as possible and then spew my education out on everyone who wants to hear it. So um, so anyway, today I wanted to just do a quick podcast here. I'm not going to do a big elaborate one um, but uh, I just wanted to do a quickie on, um, you know, first of all, if you, if you listen to my show and you've listened to my show in the past, you know that I'm a huge proponent of um, exfoliation. Um, I totally believe in it. Uh, however, I do believe in it in moderation. Moderation. Okay? I don't think you should be exfoliating your skin every day. And... Uh, I don't know why, but I'm noticing a lot of this lately. It's either people don't exfoliate at all, and then they're wondering why everything's all clogged up, or lately I'm seeing over-exfoliation. And I think I'm seeing this because a lot of the products out on the market today have, um, like, uh, you know, acids in them, glycolic acid, salicylic acid, lactic acid, you know, and these are all great acids for the skin. They're, um, you know, there are also fruit acids that are added to a lot of products lately, um, especially in anti-aging, and of course also in uh, acne, um, you know, acneic uh, products as well. Um, There's always usually salicylic or benzoyl peroxide or one of those in there, and um, those things all exfoliate the skin. Okay, that's their purpose. Well, their main purpose, I should say. Some of them have other purposes. But their main purpose is to turn over skin cells. Okay? And so if you're physically exfoliating, which means with a brush or with a scrub with your hands, with, you know, a scrub that has some texture to it, some feel to it, some beads in it, whatever, and you're using glycolic or you're using lactic or you're using salicylic acids as well, let's say as your night cream and... You know, and you, uh, you're one of these people that, I don't know, I think some people have like a certain OCD or something with their skin where they feel like it has to be extremely clean, like, you know, beyond ridiculous. And they just scrub and scrub and scrub. And, uh, and then when they get in my, um, on my table and, uh, I look at them through my magnifying glass, which magnifies the skin 500 times. Um, all I see in certain areas, usually in the cheeks, uh, big time in the forehead, but like right in the center of the forehead only, and uh, on the chin area, like right in the divot of the chin, between the chin and the lip, is a lot of times I will see this smooth, very, very smooth, red, a little bit inflamed, sometimes even raised up skin, you know, and that tells me... (laughs) If it's shiny like that, because it's usually shiny too, but it's not oily because I just cleansed you like 
twice. I toned you. I used, you know, a treatment on you. There's no way you could just be, like, oily after all of that in, on the table. And so I'm looking at your skin, and it's just shiny, shiny, shiny. And what's happening is you are destroying your acid mantle on your skin. You are destroying the pH balance of the skin. And then don't be shocked if your skin turns on you, quote-unquote, which it's really not turning on you. It's just doing what it's supposed to do. But when your skin, quote-unquote, turns on you and starts getting acne and starts, uh, you know, inflaming and uh, being burning and overprocessed and just you need... You need to stop. You need to stop using so many products, so many different lines, so many different products, because you never know. Every ingredient that's in every single product, and some of those ingredients, like you could be using, I don't know, uh, you know, a treatment that um, has glycolic acid in it, right? And then you might be using this other moisturizer, and you don't even realize it might have some kind of acid in it. You know, and uh, and then you're exfoliating, and then now you're over-exfoliating, and then the skin is just all out of whack, and the pH balance is just all out of whack. And uh, so, yeah, you can over-exfoliate the skin as well, but you need to exfoliate. Now, there is another group that believes that exfoliation is not needed or that exfoliation actually helps the skin to age quicker, um, because, you know, you want to keep the skin as thick as you can, and that as we get older, our skin cells take a much, much longer time to regenerate themselves. So as we're exfoliating, if we're exfoliating too much, we're using retinols, we're using this, we're using glycolic acids, we're getting peels, we're, you know, we're using, uh, going for facials, they're using something within the treatment, then we're exfoliating two, three times a week, or sometimes every day. I've had people tell me they're exfoliating every day. I'm like, Why? Why are you exfoliating every day? You do not exfoliate every day. You exfoliate depending on your skin type, depending on your skin, um, you know, a lot of different things. But as a basic rule, if your skin is very sensitive or if you have very, very dark tone to your skin, uh, unless you're very oily, which usually with the dark tone, I'll be honest, you will be extremely oily because you are pumping out so much melanin that with the melanin comes more oil. So, um... So, yeah, so you could possibly, uh, you know, use an enzymatic maybe um, one one time a week and then use an actual, you know, physical scrub um, another time a week just to keep that oil under control. Um, you also want moisturizers that have things in it that mattify the skin to keep the oil under control. You also can use jojoba oil, which I've talked about before in these podcasts. Jojoba oil, as you might know, is jojoba oil. This will actually mimic sebum on the skin, and it will actually help with the sebum not to produce so much. Okay, and jojoba oil is excellent for your skin, even if it's oily. Okay, let me explain something about that too. Oily skin, oily skin can be dehydrated. Oily skin can still be dry. In fact, many times it is dry because you're using products that are trying to dry up the oil and therefore also drying out your skin. Okay, so um, your skin still is going to need moisture. It's still going to need hydration. It's still going to need um, 
uh, what's that word I'm looking for? In other words, to be supple, you know, like you still want it to be supple. It needs some oil to it. All right. Many times when you have acne, that means that your pH balance of your skin for whatever your reason, maybe tons of different reasons, but whatever the reason, the pH balance of the skin is off. Okay. So you might be like exfoliating too much or, you know, doing all kinds of stuff to your skin to try and get this stuff to go away. And it's counterproductive. All right. So just sometimes just leave it alone for a little bit. Just use very common, very normal, very natural, very regular things. Just regular cleanser, not too many things in it. I'm talking about if you're getting issues on the skin, just cool it then. You know, I had a client uh, recently that I literally had to tell her, just cool it with the exfoliating. Just don't even exfoliate at all. Just use like some, some Cetaphil and some CeraVe and that's it for the next couple of weeks. Just let your skin heal because it's like you're just going in there at it and you're just like, you're, you know, taking away so many layers. And how do I usually know that these are these people is because it's usually in this cheek area. And like I said, the middle of the forehead and then again on the chin, because these are the areas that we tend to, when we're scrubbing or cleaning our face, we tend to like stay there for a little bit longer for some reason. Yet the ironic thing is, especially the cheeks, that's the area that you wanted the most be gentle. One of the areas, but in the cheek area there, it's so thin, the skin, it's so close to the eye area. If you're doing this major scrubbing, not only are you messing up the acid mantle, not only, by the way, the acid mantle is there naturally. Skin is naturally acidic. And so when you, you know, you break down that acid mantle by doing too many things to the skin, well now guess why? It's leaving your skin open. It's leaving your skin completely open. And again, now we have all these derma this and derma that and micro this and this and that and that this. And you're going for treatments and then you come home using glycolic acid every night. And then you're scrubbing once a week. Like you are messing up your skin, okay? You're going to make your skin actually age faster. It's better to try and take that skin that's not in great shape and try and get it back into shape. Uh, as opposed to like constantly stripping away, stripping away, stripping away, trying to get to better skin. Yes, like I said, we do want to exfoliate because we do want skin cells to turn over quicker because as we get older, they don't turn over as quick. Or if we have oily skin, like I've talked about many times on this podcast, oil is not oil on the skin. It's literally sebum. It's a thick, waxy, sticky substance, and it picks up everything when it's on your face. So you have to keep that oil under control. As far as that, many times you will have large pores, and that's why you're, you know, pumping out so much oil as well. So um, what you need to do is, like, one of these fallacies is that, you know, um, in large pores, you know, once you clean them out and, you know, they they dry out from steam or whatever you just did, they're going to close up. No, no, no. They're never ever, ever going to close up. I hate to tell you that because I don't want to be like a downtrodden, but they're not going to close up. Okay. The most, and it mainly is genetic. All right. When you have large pores, like that is a genetic thing. Um, however, in stating that, let me just state this while we're on the subject of genetic, because I've had many, many people tell me, oh, well, you know, it's my genes or, you know, if they see me and I say I'm 50, they're, oh, well, you know, you have good genes. No, I'm sorry. It's not just good genes, okay? Good genes are about, I believe they said like 20% of the total 
you know, reason why you have, uh, you know, less wrinkling than someone else or this and that, other issues or whatever. 20%, that's it. 80% of it can be helped and or avoided by you, right? So either you're going to wear sunblock, you're going to start using, you know, properly glycolic acids if you're doing anti-aging, if you need, if you have acneic skin, you're going to use salicylic acids. Also glycolic you can use, but the most popular is salicylic, benzoyl peroxide, those type of things. All these things, though, mess with the balance of the skin. The skin takes it as damage. If you don't wear sunblock with glycolic acids and lactic acids and all these acids, if you don't wear the sunblock, guess what? Your skin considers itself damaged and it's going to darken. All right? So there's a lot of things that people do that it's just because they're not educated. It's not because, you know, they're, tr they're trying to help themselves and they just don't know what to do anymore. It's very frustrating because the more you do, like I said, sometimes the worse you're going to make it. So sometimes just ease up on your skin. Ease up on your skin. And as far as the skin on your body, well, for me personally, I like dry brushing for that. I don't believe in brushes for the face ever, 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 ever. That's just me, okay? Because I don't see any way that you could possibly sterilize a brush properly to be keep using it back and forth on your skin like that. Sonicare, this, that, the other thing. I don't care. Okay, Sonicare, I don't care. Um, to me, I know how people are, okay? The, the product itself or the company itself could have every good intention that, you know, hey, our, our product doesn't spread bacteria. It's this example, antimicrobial, blah, 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 blah. But to me, though I know girls, I know women, I was one, I am one, and we take our brushes, we throw them in bags, we throw them on the counter in the bathroom, we you know, rinse them out real quick because we're in a rush, we'll clean it later, we forget, we use it again, we're in a rush. So, no, I don't believe in brushes. Your hands are in front of you. You know if your hands are dirty, you just came from somewhere, you, you automatically are going to wash your hands and you're going to wash them well before you uh, clean your skin. And I also don't believe, really, believe it or not, I, I love the effect of them, do not get me wrong. Okay, I love beauty blenders as far as the effect that they give. They give a really nice effect to the skin uh, with makeup. But as far as I'm concerned, again, because I know people and how they don't take care of these things properly, you must always begin there. When you are having some acne on your skin, especially if it's out of the blue acne or if you're a teen and you've been wearing makeup lately. Now, let me explain something. I am not saying that makeup is not good for acneic skin, okay? It's neither good nor bad, all right? Today, no, almost no makeup is comedogenic. Almost no makeup is going to clog your pores. So that's another fallacy is that you do not, you don't, you, you you don't have to go makeupless because you have acne and you feel like, oh, you know, I'm going to continue to clog my pores. No. As long as you're going to cleanse your face, though, twice a day, and then you're going to tone it to make sure that you get rid of all of the residue, then you should be fine wearing makeup whenever you'd like, all right? So they don't make things that much anymore that, that clog the pores like that. And I'm talking about skincare, makeup. All of it, most of it is good, you know, either good for the skin in skincare or if it's makeup, not harmful to the skin. But again, you have to get the proper things for your skin. Um, what I don't like is these uh, uh, 
long-lasting face makeups. I feel like those are just too hard to completely remove from the skin, and I don't like them. I think they dry out the skin, and I realize that they last longer and all that. To me, okay, for an occasion, something like that. Same thing with the lip ones that last all day. Very, very drying to the lips. Very, very drying. So, you know, all I'm saying is whenever you're having problems with your skin, don't right away just jump to, oh, my hormones, I'm acne. You know, look around you. Are you cleaning your makeup brushes? Are you sterilizing them? Are you using brushes on your face? Are you cleaning those brushes and sterilizing them? Yes, there is a difference between cleaning something and sterilizing it. Big, big difference. Okay, so... You know, as far as that goes, um, that's just a couple of fallacies that, you know, people still hold on to. And, um, you know, if you're having acne problems all of a sudden, let's say on the forehead, all of a sudden, right? Take a look at what you're wearing lately. You're wearing hats more. You're wearing baseball caps. There's actually an acne that actually has a name, and I just can't think of it right now. Um, but that actually has a specific name that is caused by wearing baseball hats or caps like that. And stuff like that. So if you all of a sudden have these breakouts, take a look at your environment, what you're doing before you start putting all this stuff on your skin, okay? And another thing is, it's best to work with one brand, okay? One uh, line of product and get the full line of that product. Get the cleanser. If you have dry skin, you should be getting a cleansing milk. That means you put it on. It's like a lotion almost. You let it sit for a minute or two to, to uh, dilute any oils and things on the face. And then you just, you know, wipe it off. And then you could tone if you want. But what that does is that will keep hydration on the skin, okay? It's not going to strip everything away. Then, it, of course, if you have oily skin, you need an oily facial cleanser. Probably will have a little bit of foaming action to it. Try and get rid of some of that oil. All right, and then you want an enzymatic um, uh, scrub maybe once a week, and then, and then like a, a physical scrub maybe once a week. All right, you start with once a week, and then you move up to twice a week if you're feeling okay with the exfoliation. But um, that's it. Like, I just wanted to get on here, throw out a few uh, fallacies that I've been hearing lately, a few things that have been going on on my table, a few questions that people have, which I love all the time, love answering questions, love... Um, you know, just talking about skin and everything. And uh, even if it's just for, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, like I throw myself on here, <coughs> fill you up with some information. Sorry about the cough, but I still don't have a cough button. So, hey, you know what? That's the way the cookie crumbles, kid. But anyway, hey, thanks for listening. You know, Sometimes I feel like most of the time, just come on here, spew out a few things that can help you out. Go back to my life, the way I like it. And uh, that's it. So thanks for subscribing if you did. If you don't, please subscribe, please like, go to my Facebook page, like it, support your skin, my passion, my love, and uh, ask me a question there if you have one, and I'll answer it right